Welcome to another episode of Why Are You So Musty? Like, seriously, why are you so musty? Ugh. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. It is I, L-O-R-D, Penniless, one half of the Poor People's Podcast. And when I'm not chefing up top ramen and Maro-chan noodles, or keeping my uncle from stuffing tuna and sardine cans down his prosthetic leg, I'm listening to the Cuban roast in the flesh. What? Maleficent himself. Come on. Fidel Cashflow. Mm. The John Effect Podcast. Podcast. Present good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It is now time. The one and only. There never will be another. You're listening to the John Effect Podcast. This is episode 347. I am your host, John Salvatore Mackey, a.k.a. Christopher Ruiz, your master of ceremonies, Cuban Roast in the Flesh, the podcast quarterback, Fidel Cashflow, the Afro-Latino Ryan Reynolds on these hoes, Cheekbone Jones, Three Button Poppy, Bro Olivia Pope, the young OG, John Stradamus, John Quixote, Juan Stito Fuego, the podcast It Boy, BKA, Being How Get You the MVP, Staying How Get You Hall of Fame, and I'm back in the motherfucking place to be. Guys! Let's get into some housekeeping. I'm super active on social media while minding my business and not caring about the foolery and the fuckery that's going on. So follow me across all social media. Twitter, The John Effect. TikTok, The John Effect. Instagram, The John Effect. Snapchat. The John Effect. Uh, you can follow the show's Instagram page, The John Effect Pod. If Facebook is your thing, go over to facebook.com forward slash The John Effect Podcast. Also, rate the show on Apple Podcasts. Rate the show four or five stars. Write a review. If you do that, tag me. Let me know. Scream at me so I can read those reviews on the mic also if you want to email the show by all means do so email the show and this might tap into later email the show the john effect podcast at gmail.com if you want to text the show if you want to leave a message uh hit me up area code 202-643-8776 where you can stream listen to the show so many places of course, there's Apple Podcasts. You can listen on Spotify as well. And with Spotify, you can rate the show four or five stars. So if you're listening on Spotify, yo, show your boy some love. Support a nigga. Lend me a pencil. Go over there. Give me four or five stars. You know, all that good shit. And you can also listen to the podcast on iHeartRadio. You can listen to the podcast on Anchor, which is now Spotify for podcasts. You can listen on Pandora. You can listen on Amazon Music. You can listen on Overcast, Acast. You can also listen on Google Podcasts uh, for the time being. You can listen on CastBox, Pocket Cast, Radio Repo- 
excuse me, Radio Public, so many places that you can listen to the show. Just Google the John Effect Podcast. There are places that I didn't even know the show was distributed that you can listen. Also, I have been working, but I'm kind of doing a stop and go with the new series because the new series does not come out until April. So I have two in the tuck that I have recorded, Candace and oh, I'm not supposed to tell you guys who's in there. Sorry, just forget I said that. Wait, look over there. Uh, <laughs> um, so I got two in the tuck. I have three recordings left. Um, I'm excited for that. This is a busy week for me because not only am I recording this show, Jackie and myself are recording our year-end show um, tomorrow, which I'm looking forward to. And then I have a new segment that I'm bringing to the show that's going to be a recurring segment. Now, how many times a year this segment comes out, I do not know. Right now, on paper, <laughs> I would like to have the segment once a quarter, but it could be twice a quarter. It'll come out when it comes out. So the new segment is 13 Questions with Salvatore. It is influenced in, in putting the Salvatore spin on 73 Questions with Vogue. So I am super excited to have guests partake in this new segment. So, of course, you guys know collaborations have to make sense so i want new voices but i'm also going to have familiar voices on there so you may hear a jadel negro you may hear a mike perkins you may hear a steven you may hear a kayla you may hear people that you've never heard before um and that is what i want to do with this new segment because it's a segment and not a series i think it will be fun and it'll just be you know shits and giggles but you know a great conversation i'm looking forward to it i i definitely have people in mind that i want to have on that are not podcasters so you'll have people that are podcasters and you have non-people that are you know people in my lives that i want to interview them i like talking and i like talking to people and picking their brains so i think this is a great addition to the show um so i'm looking for again i'm looking forward to that so i will say this if you are interested if you are truly interested in jumping in on this because these recording sessions could be at any time if you're down if you are open because anything goes with 13 questions with salvatore get at me in the dms get at me via the, the number for the show Email me and we can make it work. We can make some shit shake. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, so let's mosey on over to some personal effects. I'm going to say this and I, I say this every morning. I'm so thankful for everything that is going on in my life. God is nothing short of amazing. I, I have to say that. I and people are like, oh my god, John, my faith is so important to me. Where I'm not someone that goes to church 
my relationship with God is very important to me. I believe in a higher power. I believe in a higher calling. And that's just a part of my fabric of who I am and what makes John, John. Um, so I put that there. I'm looking forward to Bro's Weekend. Bro's Weekend, we didn't do Bro's Weekend in November because of holiday stuff, but I'm looking forward to closing the year out with my best friend um, and just having a good time and relaxing and letting my hair down because, you know, it's been, it's been a very, it's been a very colorful, it's been a very trying, um, last couple of weeks and I need to let my hair down. I need to just be John and not wear so many hats all the time. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, I will say the show is going to go on a little bit of a winter break. So I may come back after the holiday as far as New Year's or I may even just come back the middle of the month for January. I don't know yet, but expect one or two weeks where there's not going to be an episode of the show. Um, I may put on a lost episode. I don't know. Uh, we'll see how that shakes. Personal effects. Like, I've been very lucky as far as draws go for the sneakers app for the last couple of months. The 11s, the Jordan 11s, the Gratitudes come out tomorrow, tomorrow being Saturday. I hope that I can cop a pair. Because I've never had a pair of 11s. No, I'm sorry. Let me walk it back. In my adult life, I have never had a pair of 11s. I think I had the Space Jam Carolina Blues. I think I had those in middle school. I can't remember. I'm 40, whatever. Um, so I remember when they first came out, I had a pair. Um, so I'm hoping, I have my fingers crossed. I've set an alarm on my phone on top of the notification from the Zegas app because there will be times where I'm like, yeah, I'm going to pay attention and I'm going to get these shoes. And then it comes and I'm like, fuck, I'm seven minutes late. So I'm really keeping my fingers crossed that I get those 11s. And then I'm done. I'm done. I know we're in December, but I'm done. I'm not ordering another pair. If I get these shoes, I'm not or Well, if I get these shoes or I don't get these shoes, I'm not ordering any more shoes. I'm not buying any more shoes for this year. I'm done. I'm at capacity because I have a few pairs of shoes that I've ordered this year that I've not worn once. I made a promise to myself at the end of 2022. I said, I'm not buying any Air Maxes for 2023. And I have not bought one pair of Air Maxes at all this calendar year. Um, Air Maxes, my Air, excuse me, Air Max 90s is my go-to shoe. I love that shoe. I have so many variations, so many colorways of that shoe. So I'm going to open 2024 up and I'm going to buy whatever shoe I want. I'm not putting a ban. I'm not putting an embargo on any shoe. If I want it and I win it, I'm going to get it. And that's just what it's going to be. Like, I'm, I love sneakers. I, I, 
I, I have an addiction. <laughs> like, I have an addictive personality. I'm not on crack, and I'm not, like, an alcoholic, but I do have an addictive personality, So, and I'm very zealous. So, hopefully, I can win these shoes. Wish me luck, guys. Maybe when I do the second session of recording for next week's episode or this upcoming episode, I can give you an update if I did win uh, the draw. But you know how sneakers is. I will say they have gotten better about eliminating bots, but... You know, it's still like hot out here for pimp. I'm gonna freshen up my cocktail and we'll be right back after the flippy. I am going to say this. Everything on this docket is allegedly. My money is for me. I said what I said. Everything on the docket, allegedly. Allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. This is the last docket of 2023. That's wild when I think about it. But we are here. I have one more episode after this to record. And that's Rain Coleman and myself doing our final gay side stories for 2024. I uh, can't wait for that. I just wrapped uh, the final takeover with Jackie and myself um, this past weekend. We had a blast. That will be the final episode of 2024. Update. I lost in sneakers. I did not win my 11th, the Gratitudes. I'm tight. I am like, ugh, like I really fucking wanted those shoes. Um, so I, I don't know. Like, <laughs> so a pair of retro fives dropped on the Nikes app, and they're like a light olive green. Well, I guess it can't be olive green if it's light. It's like a a rustic green. And I'm debating, do I want to buy those? Because I'm like, right now, I've already bought, I've already bought, I've already bought three pairs of retro fives this year, and I sent two back because the color scheme. I don't know, but anyways, let's get into the docket, you guys. First up, and it's so funny because I was going through time hop. If you know me, I I love a time hop. I love to revisit stuff from the past. I was going through time hop, I realized, yo. Ashanti blocked me. And this was like from six years ago. And remember, I'm just getting access to my OG Twitter account that was suspended for four and a half years. I can't imagine what I could have said that Ashanti blocked me. Because I've never I've never said anything negative about her. Like I I when I say I'm a Ashanti fan, I'm a legitimate Ashanti fan. Like, I've been an Ashanti fan uh, for 21 years. Like, maybe I retweeted something that maybe didn't put her in the right light. I don't know, but I'll say this, and this will connect, and this may be the thread for the episode. Where I can appreciate someone, and I'm a fan of you, I am an unbiased fan. I have to call it like it is, as my mother used to say. I have to tell it like a T.I. is, and that's what I'm going to do, but I'm always going to be respectful. So, Ashanti, I hate that you, you know, blocked me, but it is what it is, and, you know, you don't block me on my burner account, so, anyways. 
So allegedly, 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 Ashanti may be carrying a gut full of human. Um, and Nelly may be the father of said child. Or probably is. But allegedly, because again, my money is for me. I love this. I I love this. Um because I I love Deshanti and Nelly as a couple. I think they are two beautiful people. Um, of course, I don't know them. I don't know the ins and outs of their relationship. Of course, Nelly did know Ashanti dirty, but niggas gonna be niggas, and niggas gonna do people dirty. That's just that's a part of our DNA. But I like that they are back together. I, I you know sometimes. It's not linear when it comes to relationships and it comes to things of that nature. Sometimes you have to stop off at different detours and then come back to, you know, who is the one. Do I have that in my life? I don't know. Like I said on a pre I said during my last episode Sync Without, uh with Rain Coleman as my host, that I would circle the block with my ex, but he's married, so that's probably never gonna happen. But I, I, I understand it. Um, and then some people, you know, on social media, which y'all love to give y'all opinions as if they're facts. Well, why she gonna have his baby if she ain't married? You have to understand, marriage is not the end game for everyone. It's just not. Like, some people it is, some people it's not. We have to understand, being married is not a necessity for people. Even having children is not a necessity for people. Um, if she wants to have this man's baby, why not? They both have the funds to take care of this baby. They are both still relatively young where this baby will be supported and loved. Um, and I always think about, you know, and this is this is so antiquated and this is kind of a sidebar. I always think like, oh, such and such has never had a baby. And it's just like, oh, and then we, because we, we celebrate our pop stars and our, our singers out there and our rappers out there that have children. And then you're kind of like, well, oh, such and such doesn't have a kid. Not that it's a bad thing. Like I, I've always thought, like, hey, Maya's never had a kid. Ashanti's never had a kid. Mary J. Blige has never had a kid. And that's just what they chose. And we don't know the details and the ins and outs behind that. But allegedly, Ashanti's going to have a kid now. So um, I think this is great. If they get married, great. If they don't get married, great. If they, you know, continue to be with each other romantically for the next 20, 30, 40, 50 years without getting married, I think that's perfectly okay. You know, I even subscribe to that myself because if I were, you know, I'm 40 and I'll be 41 within six months. If I were to get in a, a relationship and it does blossom into something substantial and long term, I don't know if marriage is necessarily something that I want to put on the table. Maybe, maybe not. But, you know, if you'd asked me 10 years ago, 12 years ago, yes. But now, no. And then I kind of want to um, bookend it with this. I'm celebrating my independence. Like, to, like, this past weekend was like an independence for me and was a proclamation for me. It was an emancipation for me because uh, on December 10th, 2014 i was set free from a toxic very toxic very horrible relationship and let me say this 
you don't know what hell is until you are on the other side. Because when you're living through it, you don't think it's hell. You just think it's ebbs and flows of a relationship. But when you're removed from it and then you're far removed from it, you can see that. But I that was the turning point for me. And it has been nothing but smooth sailing for these nine years. And I am thankful I got my voice back. I, I got my swagger back. I got John back because... I'll be honest, someone, I'm not going to say their name, but I thank you, friend, told me to be more vulnerable and to be more raw on this show. And this is what I'm giving you right now. I lost who I was as a man, and that's a huge no-no. I lost who I was. I gave up who I was to prop someone else up, to take a back seat in my own life to be mistreated and degraded and and treated like a third-class citizen and those days are gone the dog days are over baby the dog days are over they've been over and i have been blessed beyond measure i have done nothing but pivot and descend and you know evolve as a man and i'm so thankful for that we need roadblocks not we need but sometimes we're given roadblocks and sometimes we have to maneuver through that and i was able to come out on the other side and this is my testimonial and you know i am thankful because maybe if i hadn't experienced such a dark period a small pocket of a dark period in my life that i may not be where i am today i've always used my experiences in this world and fueled that into the show i mean of course the show was kind of the first episode eliminated infected monkeys is kind of you know me pouring my life into this show and i definitely want to do more of that um and a, a big point or excuse me a big indicator a big i'm drunk a big spot with that was last week's episode where i got really really raw and i got really really vulnerable and you know people have you know communicated with me over the years and like ah yo john i remember the early days you know you used to really let us in you used to let us in behind the gates and now you know you kind of really don't touch on those things and i'm back like i'm not gonna say every week i'm gonna get super raw and vulnerable but there will be times that i you know i share with you guys the listeners you know some things that are really going on because there's a lot of things i've not shared on this mic and, you know, I, you know, you guys, I, I feel like this is a safe place. Like when I'm 60 and 70 and I'm looking back, you know, what I've contributed to this world and where, you know, what I want to be remembered for, you know, I, I can always look at this as a memoir or I can look at this as an audio diary. But, you know, it, it's just great in that aspect that I'm able to do that. So let's, excuse me, I'm sorry, I had to message so let's get into the next item so again let's file this under yeah it's gonna be a little personal it's gonna be a little raw i'll say this and this isn't allegedly diddy is a piece of shit now everything following this is allegedly 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 it's story after story after story like them them tables turn quick the floodgates open i will say this as it pertains to me um, I always talk about the fun parts of me being a young Thundercat out here in these streets 
and you know living the life of privilege and access and, and being able to do what I want to do um and you know dealing with older men and dealing with at professional athletes and dealing with you know high profile men and dealing with you know men with access and, and resources um and the good things you know the explicit gay sex and the lavish gifts and, and you know the cat and mouse chase of things but you know there are other sides that you know i haven't necessarily talked about on the show um or even with my friends maybe you know more details when i decide to do my you know memoir I'll maybe because statute of limitations will be up on certain things i can go into more detail details but it's like i it's it's no surprise men no matter gay straight bisexual pansexual questioning queer given access giving resources giving power giving certain positions in life feel as if they can do whatever they want and there are no repercussions and you can buy people's silence and you can buy people's respect and you can you know buy people to do what you want them to do and it's like ah i have always gone against the grain i've always been headstrong for the most part you know there have been pockets that i've shown myself um but i've always been you know headstrong and like hey this is what i want this is what i want to do but you can't always necessarily tap into that so i i've, I've dealt i have dealt you know with men that you know again this is the young thundercat days where intimidation tactics do occur and you know they want to control you and it's like you know what you got all of this but i ain't slouching over here like i'm a trust fund kid so you i may not have all that you have but I'm not from the wrong side of the track. So don't try to intimidate me that way because I can hold my own. There have been times, and I, I think about this now as a 40-year-old and I look back you know, to those times. And I'm like, yikes, John, you really put yourself in situations that could, may not have worked out in your favor, but by the grace of God, you are still here and you are intact. But you know, niggas get a, niggas get a little handsy when you are defiant. When someone has power and has you know is used to people falling in line to them, and you defy them, and you you know you go against that, it can it can anger. It's kind of like sh shaking a hornet's nest. And there have been times. I, I will I will say this. There was a time when I was dealing with a particular professional athlete that plays on the west coast that we got into it because i was like i ain't doing that you don't run me i'm grown i do what the fuck i want to like i can leave and and, and do this with somebody else and we got to fight like we was we was fighting like some niggas like it got so explosive that we crash, not I want to say crash because we're people, but we were fighting so hard that we shattered a sliding patio 
door. Like, cause we, we went through the window or the door or whatever, because we were scrapping. Um, so you, what you, what you not going to do, let me tell you this, what you not going to do is you're not going to talk to me crazy. You're not going to put your hands on me because let me tell you this, I have the mouth and I talk my shit, but let me tell, tell you this. I can talk my shit because I can back it up because I have motherfucking hands. And let me just say this, where my hands are powerful, if I need to bring out the heavy artillery, do not play with me. I do get busy. I keep the blade and I've always kept the blade under my tongue. And if I have to set it off, I will fucking set it off. I haven't had to pull out the blade on anyone, but if I need to, play with me. I'm going to say this. Don't play with me. Play with your pussy because you have better results there. But yes, and then that had to be swept under the rug and that had to, you know, there was all types of, you know, crisis management there because I was like, I'm not playing with you. Don't don't fuck with me, dog, because I will bleed your shit. I digress. Um, let's soften things up. Let's get into our next item on the docket. Uh, Pink Friday to finally released. So Nikki gave us her fifth studio album after five or close to well, a little over five years. So here's the thing. And let me tell you, on my old on my burner Twitter account, which I was using as my primary because my OG was suspended, I was live tweeting during the VMAs. And they some of the barbs like did not like some of the things I had to say, which they weren't necessarily negative. They they a few of them took aim at me. And let me tell you, that is not the fan base that you want to go back and forth with. Um, they were like, they were attacking my forehead, and I'm like, oh shit, let me retreat, let me retreat. Because here's the thing: I am not a hater. I'm not a hater. I have an opinion. And let me say this: opinions are not facts, they are opinions. I am a I'm a fan of Nicki. I've always been a fan of Nicki Minaj, especially. Like the mixtape days, I was, and when she was doing features heavy, I was a fan and I've continued to be a fan. But my thing is, no artist to me is above reproach. And I have to, I always say, I separate the art from the artist. There are some things that she says and does and move, how she moves to certain positions or situations, I'm not a fan of because it, it, there's some entitlement there. And my thing is this, like you are immensely talented. You've accomplished so much, but you don't have to keep reminding us that you're the queen of this because there's not just one queen. Like there are multiple queens. There are multiple people that do great things. Like there's enough room for everyone. So when she gets in that bag, it's like, okay, girl, like I get it. But you don't have to keep doing that because you've solidified who you are. You don't have what's understood does not have to be explained. And it's like you sometimes I feel like you go out of your way to try to sun people. And it's like, eh, because you look at this. You don't see Taylor Swift, you know, doing that. You don't see Beyonce doing that. They know they're the shit and they know what they put out there is dope. But they don't have to. You don't see Taylor Swift putting down, you know, a Selena Gomez or a Britney Spears or a Christina Aguilera or a Pink or a Kelly Clarkson. In the same way you don't see Beyonce doing that to a Summer Walker or a SZA or a Fantasia or whoever because 
you're you can be a queen without even addressing other people. Like you can stand on your own without having to take shots. But I come back to the album. I was actually surprised the album came out. I thought it was gonna get pushed back. I upon first listen, I enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed the album. I enjoyed um the use of samples on a, quite a few songs. I I I think it was smart and I thought it was clever because Nikki is a year older than me and we, you know, our generation came up on songs that we, you know, loved. And for her to sample songs from that era was great because a lot of these new artists, especially Saweetie and some people like that, sample a lot of the two in Blueface, not Blueface, he must be thinking about me. Um, and Ellie Chapa sample a lot of songs like, you know, from 20 years ago, like the 2000s. And it's like, oh, okay. But, you know, Nikki's a little bit older, so it makes sense, the samples that she chose. So, you know, I I enjoyed the album. The the joint, and I'm not a fan of Little Uzi Vert, but the Everybody song, that shit goes the fuck off. Like, um, My Life, she did a sample of Blondie's Heart of Glass, Chef's Kiss. I, you know, it was a bloated album. I feel like 23 songs is a bit much, but I get it. And then because you are so talented, because you have such a pen, I'm like, I expect a two-minute song, a three-minute song from a Doja Cat, from a Megan Thee Stallion, from a Cardi B. I don't expect that from a Nicki Minaj. I expect three minutes and 30 seconds and above from Nicki. Um, but still, you know, it's a great album. Calling it Pink Friday 2, I don't necessarily know if that was the best thing. It could have been called anything. Um, but she's solidified who she is. I give the album excuse me. I give the album a solid B. So we're gonna close the docket out with a Am I the Asshole? So here is the headline or the subject. Am I the asshole for not giving my spare clothes I don't wear to the company's cleaning lady? Yes, you are absolutely the asshole. Because here's the thing. If you are not wearing those clothes, and I'm, I'm sure they're probably in very good condition, why not give them to someone less fortunate? Like, right now, everything under the sun is expensive like it is expensive like i am so blessed and lucky that you know i'm able to be comfortable and i would i, I wish everyone could be but some people aren't so for you to sit on this and not pay it forward and help someone else it's like ah eh, come on like i don't know i just i I've I've been around hoity toity snooty people and it's just like if you have something, why not share it? Especially if you have more than what you can use. But that's just me. So yes, you're definitely the asshole. So let's see, is there anything else on the docket I want to talk about? I'm just I'm blessed and I I thank I thank God every day for life. So the doc is closing out. Again, last doc of the year. Uh, hang tight, guys. Gold Silver Bronze is right around the bend. <laughs> it's that time, guys. It's time for Gold Silver Bronze. Let's get it.
So, it's the first docket of December. So, before we get into the docket, if you didn't get a chance, go listen to last week's episode. Last week's episode was probably one of my favorite episodes of this year. So, go run that episode up. Run it up, run it up, run it up, run it up, run it up. But back to the task at hand. It's the docket. Ooh, I'm drunk. It's not the docket. It is gold, silver, bronze. I wanted to take it back to 2002. 2002 was a good year for me personally. It was a good year for pop culture. It was a good year for the culture. So I have handpicked three songs from that year. And you, the audience, my co-host, and me, John Salvatore, the host, we are going to rank gold, silver, bronze. So let me present you our contenders. First up, Eve featuring Alicia Keys, Gangsta Lovin'. The lead single from Eve's third studio album, Evolution, released July 1st, 2002. Produced by Irv Gotti at Channel 7. Peaked at number two on the Hot 100, as well as number two on the hot R&B hip-hop songs. Next contender, Missy Elliott with Work It, the lead single from her fourth studio album, Under Construction, released September 16, 2002, produced by Timbaland and Missy Elliott, also peaked at number two on the Hot 100 and took the summit position on the hot R&B hip-hop songs. And last, and certainly not least, Sean Paul with Gimme the Light, the first single from his second studio album, Dusty Rock, uh, released in spring of 2002, produced by Troy and Rami and Roger McKenzie, peaked at number seven on the Hot 100 and number three on the Hot R&B Hip Hop songs. So let me know in the thread for this week's episode who gets your gold, who gets your silver, and most importantly, who gets your bronze. Wow. Oh, this is going to be tricky because I love all of these songs on this list. But it's probably not going to come as any surprise. Without a question, Gangsta Lovin' gets my gold. Like, I, I love this song. The moment I heard it, when I saw the video, because remember, this is twenty years, this is twenty-one years ago. So this is when radio was a big thing and music videos were a big thing. I love the video. I every time I came on the radio, I would listen. I will say this: I do not remember hearing it in the club much. But then again. I was only in the 18 and up clubs. It wasn't in the 21 and up clubs. So maybe the 21 and up clubs, they was playing it, but the 18 and up clubs, they were not playing it. But I didn't care because I fucking love this song. I had the CD. Um, I even had the illegal download on Napster. Shh, don't tell nobody. I fucking love this song. I love a soft stud. The strap is in the middle drawer and in the Adidas box and it's cherry red because Alicia Keys is perfection in a close ah this is tricky ah. i'm gonna give work it my silver i really enjoyed this song like this comes on shuffle you know when i'm around the house or you know i'm out in the streets 
I still I still go out for it. I really enjoy the song. I think Timbaland and Missy make the best music together. Um, and by default, I would have to give it to Sean Paul with Give Me the Light. Um, not my favorite single from that album, but still a good contender. So by default, I'm gonna give it my bronze. But guys, again, let me know who gets your gold, who gets your silver, who gets your bronze. Another week down. Nigga, 2024 will be here before you know. We Our next milestone episode is 350. We'll be kicking that probably off in the start of the year. And then after that, the next milestone is the eight-year anniversary, which is in April. And I'm like, nigga, eight years. Like, I don't even know what to... I'm going to say this. There's not going to be a special eight-year anniversary episode. There's just not. Like, I, I've done this seven times before. Or, excuse me, six times before. Because you don't have an anniversary for the first year. Because, well, I don't know. I've been drinking. I don't know what to do. I've done everything I can possibly do as far as anniversary episodes go. So... There won't necessarily be an anniversary episode. I'll mention it. But remember, April's episodes are the new event series. So, hey. But yeah, eight years is around the corner. Like, nigga, I'm still... Like, I come back and renew my contract every year for this show. And I'm here and I'm thankful. And I appreciate all of you out there for your continued support. Because if it weren't for you, I wouldn't be able to get on this mic talk my shit, have my cocktail, and just be irreverent. And you guys let me do that. And I thank you so much for your continued support. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Daps and hugs to everyone in this post-pandemic world. I, I, I love you guys so much. I'll be back next week. Uh, next week, Rain and I are with the shit. So straight men out there, don't be... You know, don't be threatened by two strong queer men, black queer men, doing an episode. Because it, it's not a gay agenda. We just two niggas out here speaking our shit and having fun. Uh, in a world of homophobic men, be more like Spence. <laughs> Spence is cool as fuck. He gives us our props. Like, that's that's my guy. Nothing but respect for him and everybody over at the View 7 Network. And then after that, it's me and Jackie closing it down last episode of the year. Then it's vacation or winter holiday. 2024 will be here. Uh, we may get a taste of 13 questions with Salvatore sometime before April. I definitely want to drop that before April because, like I said, April is the event series. I want to do at least one 13 questions prior to april so we'll see how that all pans out but it's been a blast recording this show it's been a blast just interacting with everyone i'm just i'm blessed and i'm thankful and this is john salvatore signing off until next time i'll see you guys later you sweet lovers of liberty bye bye <laughs>